You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers writer at WFAA. Joined as always by Morgan Price of Lone Star Ball. On this Silver Boot Series night, Morgan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. You know, uh, I'm safe and dry in my own home, which is more than I can say for some of the Astros fans that were at the <laughs> game tonight. Morgan, how is it? the Rangers lost tonight? Um, by the way, getting that out there. Four to two, but the real losers were the fans <laughs> who bought tickets to a stadium with a dome and a roof that was closed while it was raining, but somehow still got wet. Morgan, how the heck does that happen? I'm still trying to figure it out. I know on the broadcast they were like before it really started coming down inside the stadium, they were like, Oh, there's a there's a few gaps in the roof and at that point it was like early in the game. So it just looked like a couple leaks here and there, but towards the end of the game, it straight up looked like it was raining inside the stadium, which I don't know how that's possible. And then again, what's the point of the roof if it's just going to rain anyway? Um, yeah, there really isn't much point of a roof or point of a city of Houston, but you know <laughs> it still exists. So we have to deal with it. And that's honestly, very true. there was a point where it was lightning, lightninging. I don't. <laughs> Um, lightning was occurring. There we go. Uh, just, just change how that's all. Fun. I, don't know how, I don't think lightninging is a word, but I've still said it at least four times on this podcast now. So, but lightning was striking around the area, which usually means, hey, let's stop this baseball game. But yeah. um, you could literally see it from the inside cameras uh, in the Rangers broadcast on one of this wide shot that they showed, and it's like, huh, you know, maybe they should like stop the game. Because, you know, it's a little, little dangerous out there. But umpire's like, nah, we're good. <laughs> it's fine. Let's keep going. So we kept going into a Rangers loss. But before we talk about this game, there were a lot, a lot of pieces of news that we want to catch all up on that happened. So first, last night, as we were podcasting, some the news broke that Delano Shields was optioned to Nashville. Um it was Nashville, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. He was off to AAA Nashville. This is, we looked on his, his baseball reference and I talked to a few people and we, we the three of us could not confirm if this was his second or third option year. So we know it's at least his second option year. So you have three option years when you first come up to the big leagues, which means they can send you down and back up and back down as many times as you want that year. But you can only do that three times. So he did play some in the minor leagues last year. But we're pretty sure that was just for the, was it the handmade bone? It was something I in his hand. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that took took him out for, for a little while. Because I know I remember talking to him when he was in Frisco, rehabbing a little bit there last season. So I think that was the only time that he spent, because he, he was out for a while. So 10 yeah. games sounds about right for a rehab stint, for something of that nature. So... We're going to go ahead and say this is his second option year. If somebody knows better, then please tweet at Bryce Patrick, at Morgan Price, 
at Lockdown Rangers and let us know that you keep track of these things better than we do. <laughs> um, which, if you do, props to you. So, there's some other news. Uh, the reason that he was optioned is Ronald Guzman was back. He played his first game back since the hamstring injury he sustained against the Angels. So, that was nice to get him back. Sean Kelly has been sent to the IL with what's called, quote, an infection. I talked to a few people <laughs> that are there in Houston. They said, oh, we don't know what infection it is. It's just an infection. So it could be an eye infection, a foot infection. I thought I saw on the MLB ticker on MLB Network uh, saying like a foot infection. I don't remember. Oh. It was just kind of passing. Yeah. But, but uh, John Blake uh, on Twitter just said infection and all the beats were told quote, infection. So we got no more specifics there. Um, hopefully he's feeling better soon. Um, I think he's just put on the 10-day deal. I don't, I don't know how much longer than that it's supposed to take um, that it's supposed to set him out with, but hope he gets better soon. And whatever infection it is, I hope it's it's nothing, nothing too serious. Um, but it doesn't I, sound like it's anything major. Yeah, I feel like it has to be something kind of minor if, if it's just, if they're not going to be specific about what kind of infection... But yeah. it's also kind of weird that it's enough to be put on the injured list. Unless it is such a minor and they wanted another fresh bullpen arm. I don't know. That's just, It just seems odd. It is kind of odd. But, um, yeah, so that's retroact- that injury is, is retroactive to Monday. Let me pull up the – I literally have to have the roster, Rangers roster in front of me because there's so <laughs> many moves that have happened. Yeah. But uh, – Weijie uh, Huang, um, sorry, sorry, Weijie, um, definitely messing up your name. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at um, uh, speaking names from Taiwan because I unfortunately am very, very white. So <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, but anyway, uh, that was part of the news. That's most of the major league news. There's also some minor league news that happened. Um, not very good news for the most part. Um, let me go find where that was. Um, AJ Alexi has been shut down for six weeks. Um, he's a right-handed pitcher. He's one of the prospects that the Rangers got in the U Darvish trade. Um, he's a starter. He's got an electric fastball, and he's really been doing well this year. But uh, injuring that uh, that right lat muscle is, is not great, and being shut down for six weeks is not great. But it's better than the news they got from. Chris Cease. So Chris Cease is, I believe, a second-round pick of the Rangers from that draft that had Bubba Thompson in it. And he had a lot of upside, really toolsy. But last year, they're worried about a little bit about his durability. Last season, he missed he missed the whole last season with a right shoulder injury. And he injured his left shoulder sliding into a base and required labrum surgery on Wednesday. So on his left shoulder, he's going to miss the rest of this season he's been shut down so that's not great he looked really really good so far this season and that's kind of a real bummer but we do have some good news the rangers first round pick from last season cole win is a guy who's got really clean mechanics um just really really smooth delivery and and really advanced kind of feel for someone his age He's been moved, instead of going to short season Spokane, he's gone up to Class A 
in Hickory. So that's exciting. That's good news. We have a little bit more good news and a couple other people that were um, that were brought up. Uh, the catcher, Sam Huff, who is leading all of minor league baseball in home runs, uh, has been promoted from uh, low A Hickory to advanced A uh, Down East Wood Dugs. So there we go. A little more exciting, upbeat news, kind of some ups and downs. But <laughs> I think that's I think that's all the news. Is that all the news bits that we have I for think right now? So. Oh no, one more very very important news bit. Uh, Tim Dillard has been oh, yes. from Twitter for Lord knows why. Uh, the Athletics Levi Weaver is is on this report in this investigation. He <laughs> he followed up with with Tim Dillard, and Tim says he didn't know what he did. Uh, let me go pull up the tweet. I have it right here. Just a second ago. What's the problem with having 37,000 tabs open? Uh, you can never find the right one. <laughs> um, anyway, so Levi said last night. What is today? The 10th? Uh, the sure. 9th. 9th? Well, oh. tomorrow it is airs on the 10th. Okay, it airs on the 10th. Okay, so then this was tonight even. All right, man, the beats have been really busy <laughs> a lot. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, so tonight, as we're recording this, Thursday night? Yes. yes. All right. Days are hard. <laughs> anyway. I thought it was Wednesday all day, so I yep. get it. Yeah, days are very hard. Uh, <laughs> please let us know if you have a good way to, to figure out how to know which day of the week it is, because <laughs> we are struggling mightily. As obvious in, in this and in other regards. Anyway, <laughs> Levi's tweet. He said, have been in touch with Tim on this, and he has no idea why he was suspended. Says he didn't do anything offensive or malicious, so hopefully just a misunderstanding that will be remedied soon. Right at Twitter support? Yeah. Yeah, Twitter support is, is great. Totally helpful. Totally suspending the right people for the right reasons. It's dumb. They probably just thought that Tim Dillard's tweets were too good. Yeah. And so the rest, he was shaming the rest of us. That's my only logical conclusion. Yeah, because his tweets are fun. Like, he, he has the most fun tweets. And they're never, I've never seen anything from him. Not that I've followed him all this time. But I've followed him long enough to, like, you never see anything that's kind of even questionable. Exactly. So to get suspended is real odd. Especially when there's a bunch of other accounts out there that have done way more questionable things. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's Aubrey Huff and you know, <laughs> getting mad about um, not returning to the good old days of when athletes didn't have opinions on things like yeah. bat flips or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to talk about him. I don't. <laughs> I don't like. He has his own podcast. He can talk about himself, and I'm sure he does all the time. <laughs> he should have. Nope, I'm not going to go there. He should have <laughs> some certain guests on there. Um, that I'm going to refrain from from bad mouthing, but if you like Sam um, Aubrey Hoff's podcast, you probably don't like this podcast. Um, Very true. Just a guess, um, or if you do like both, um, just listen to ours twice instead of his. Next time. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have like a hundred thousand followers on Twitter, so maybe we're not quite the big following. But anyway, that's that's more than enough time <laughs> talking about him. On this podcast, um, we haven't even gotten to the game. The first, I believe, is the first game in Houston for the Rangers this season. Yeah. And the pickup of the Silver Boot series. So, coming up after the break, we'll talk about a baseball game. All righty. 
So, Morgan, let's get to this baseball game. Rangers lose 4-2 in Houston. Whew. It got kind of tight there at the end, didn't it, Morgan? Yes, and, man, I really thought – I thought the Rangers were going to take it, and it would have – it would have really felt like we were back in like 2015, just crushing them. But then stupid Josh Reddick had to go and ruin that. Stupid Josh Reddick. Indeed. I feel like it just, that's what having a good defensive outfield does for you. Yeah. It takes just momentum shifting plays. Yeah. The Rangers offense couldn't really get all that much going today. They mustered a hole of three hits. One of them was, from, you guessed it, megastar Hunter Pence. <laughs> My goodness, Hunter Pence just cannot stop mashing balls. Not at all. We've talked about him literally every episode this week so far. Yeah, and we're going to keep talking about him because yeah. he's fantastic. Back in where he got drafted, you know, just showing him, hey, why'd you get rid of me? That was really dumb. You should have kept me forever. And he won a World Series, actually several World Series, more World Series than the Astros won, so... He's just really rubbing it in their faces. And he almost <laughs> rubbed it in their faces by winning against them tonight. Anyway, the Rangers' two runs came off the bat of Hunter Pence, who homered on a ball to right field. And he almost had another home run to right field in the top of the ninth to give the Rangers a 5-2 lead. But let's just let's rewind for just a second, and we'll, we'll see how we got there. So Michael Brantley pinch hit in the bottom of the eighth inning and walked um, and scored a run. There was some some funny business going on with with Jose Leclerc, but he only gave up one run and he managed to work around some of his struggles with command and got out of the inning, um, mostly unscathed. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is because it, it mounted some some defensive changes. So Michael Brantley came into the game in left field and Josh Reddick moved from left field to right field. And George Springer went from right field to center field. So this is a pretty solid defensive outfield. It's not as solid as, as um, where is it? Reddick in left field, Springer in right field, and Marisnik in center. But, you know, it's still a darn good outfield. Michael Brantley's a decent outfielder. But then you put, this is key because it's all about right field. So... Shinsu Chu walks with a full count to lead off the inning. Elvis Andrews singles on a, a really sharp hit um, the opposite way to Josh Reddick, and Shinsu Chu made it all the way to third with um, with no outs. Then Nomar Mazzara, 0-2, strikes out swinging. That's not great. But then Hunter Pence, once again, on the first pitch of the at-bat, takes a ball and hits what should have been a home run two runs deep to right field. But Josh yep. Reddick, oh my goodness, he times his leap perfectly. Fly, I feel like half his body is like over the wall. Oh, and for he, sure. And he robs a three-run home run that would have given, given the Rangers a lead. And Shinsu Chu, like the rest of us thought, there's no way anyone's catching that. It's definitely gone. Made it about halfway down the third base, lo- or third base line to home plate before he had to come back. So he couldn't quite tag up and then score on the sack fly there he was stuck with ranger the corners uh and joey gallo come up to the plate worked a pretty decent at bat and then was called out on a borderline strike three on a pitch inside rangers lose four two yikes 
Morgan, outside of not liking what Josh Reddick did, what are your <laughs> and Hunter Pence being good at baseball? What are your biggest takeaways from from today? Um, I'm still really enjoying seeing Gerardo pitch out of the bullpen because I mean he's still got a zero ERA. I don't know how we're this far and not that we're that far in the season, but I mean we're in the middle of May now and he hasn't given up a single run. And I mean, I when he started a few games, I wasn't that impressed with him the last few seasons, but out of the bullpen, he's been the most impressive guy that we have. And he pitched two innings tonight and gave up one hit. I, he's the one I have the most faith in now when he comes out of the bullpen and it's fun to watch him pitch. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is about, uh, I was talking with, uh, with Tevin participation about this the last time that I was in Frisco, but the thing that he brought up is it used to be that relievers, you could have like do one or two, one or two or three pitches pretty decently and you'll be a good reliever. You don't have to have like some one just absolutely filthy, nasty pitch. And Harado's, uh, his fastball, that two-seamer, it just sinks like a bowling ball. And when he's he's throwing it 92, 94, usually more 90 to 93 as a starter, it's fine, and it has some life on it. But when he's allowed to just let a rip out of the pen, it becomes absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And that's fantastic to watch. So, I don't know. He's definitely a guy who could be an innings eater as a as a starter, but he didn't have a lot of swing and miss in his stuff as a starter. And he's having a little bit more of that when his stuff is is playing up a little bit out of the pen. That was really exciting. Um, I also wanted to mention that the Rangers are now um, 2-11 and in series opening games, which they had mentioned in the first game at Pittsburgh on the broadcast that that was something that Woodward was starting to notice too, that they play great series, but it's always that first game that at the time they were two and nine. And so he is apparently superstitious. And he was telling Emily that um, before the game in Pittsburgh, he was, he realized that he was always the one to take the lineup cards to the home play ump in the beginning of the game. And so in Pittsburgh, uh, instead of him going to do it, he had uh, Jace Tingler go and do it. Apparently it didn't change the luck because now they're two and 11. They lost that game. They lost today's game. But I think it's interesting that even he's noticed it because I was noticing it and I didn't really pay attention to the record of it. I thought maybe it was just something I was thinking about. But 2-11 and 11 is kind of weird since it feels like they've won so many series or at the very least split them. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it, – I feel like they've won at least half of their series Yeah, because they're around 500. So you kind of have to win about at least half. Yeah. Um, and there haven't been that many sweeps. I think there's just been like two. I think so, yeah. Um, if that. If that. I think there's, there's the... I think there's been two. Yeah, there's one sweep against LA. Um, and then... I'll go pull that up in a second. But but yeah, something else I wanted to mention. I, I thought, okay, Wade Miley is, is their least... Is the Astros' least strong starter. Yeah. Against Mike Miner, who's been pitching fantastically for... Fantastic? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> He has been pitching extremely well for the Rangers, but today he was fine. He wasn't ace. He was fine. Right. And he gave up seven hits in five innings and three walks and struck out five and gave up a homer. But, you know, it, it's it's the Rangers pitching against George Springer and yeah. home runs are going to happen. 
but it wasn't a leadoff home run. So true. That's at least improvement. I feel like almost every other game, George Springer leads off against the Rangers. He's hitting a home run. But anyway, it was it was tough to to overcome. Even living a ridiculous offensive lineup like this to just three runs is yeah. pretty solid. And then Leclerc being able to kind of overcome his issues just a little bit, but not quite being left out there all the way. And John yeah. Gomez having to take over for the last out in the bottom of the eighth. That was a little tough to see, but he had two strikeouts and he walked three. He, he looked a little shaky and he yeah. sort of calmed himself down. And then I believe he walked in the run. Was that the, was that the run that he, he allowed? Um, yeah. 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 He walked, he walked Michael Brantley to score Carlos Correa with one out in the inning. And then after that, I believe he got one more out. Nope, that was it. Okay, there were two outs in the inning. That's weird. It, oh, it was a 3-1 count. There we go. 4-1 count that that he walked him. Um, anyway, yeah, he, he struggled a little bit. He started off and gave up a leadoff walk to Carlos Correa, which is never good. Yuli Gurriel singled, and then he struck out Tyler White. Chirinos walked, then he struck out Reddick, and then Brantley walked in the run. So it was kind of a rocky road. Not like the ice cream, because <laughs> you don't get to eat this kind of rocky road. But you wouldn't really want to want to eat it anyway. It's a baseball. You don't eat baseballs. <laughs> anyway, we've we've gotten well off track. <laughs> <laughs> I was mainly just trying to go find and, and see if the Rangers had swept more than one series. Nope. Just the one series from the 15th to the 17th against the Los Angeles Angels <laughs> of Anaheim. There we go. Nailed it. Back on track. <laughs> I was going to attempt to say it too, but then all I kept hearing was the wrong thing in my head, so I'm just going to let you go for it. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was I was so close. And I, I overcame it. I'm so proud of myself. I'm proud of you too. Me. Good job. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> anyway, yes, that was the only series that they swept. They were also swept in Oakland. So yeah, just two sweeps, one loss, one one. Everything else just kind of a weird, weird series. Hopefully they can they can kick this habit. It just kind of starts the the series off on a sour note. If you lose the first game, if you do go back and win it, I don't know why. It just there's some series where I felt like, oh yeah, the Rangers definitely lost that series. Like the Blue Jays, it just kind of stunk to give up that yeah that stinker of one game against a team that's not super great and, and hard in the rebuild right now, and you you lose one nothing. You can't score. Your fantastic offense can't score one run. And that the fact that it went extra innings too. You had extra chances to score more runs. Yeah. And you didn't do it. But give them credit. Bouncing back after. A series, a game one loss is is tough, and they have done it over and over and over again. Yeah, that's also a weird aspect of it, knowing that they've bounced back so many times already. It's wild. It's wild. A fun little uh, OPS update on on Hunter Pence. He's hitting three forty three right now, and his OPS is eleven hundred and three, which is actually Jeez. higher. Then Joey Gallows, who is at uh, 1069 right now. Nice. Wow. Real nice. Real nice for a center fielder. <laughs> it's kind of wild that Joey Gallo is your full-time right now center fielder. So he's not going to be taking 
too many days off against lefties because your backup right yeah. now is, well, you got Danny Santana. And, yep. That's about you got, it. You got Danny Santana. <laughs> and he, Joey looked good in the in center field today. Not that he, I mean, I feel like it, it's a little harder when the roof is up, so I'm told. Um, and he never the looked like he was. The baseballs blend in. Yeah, and he never looked like he was in any trouble or anything. He seemed to be tracking the balls very well. What's fun is seeing how good of a defensive outfielder he's become. Yeah. And even like a very capable center fielder when he was yes. the third baseman coming up all through and through. And then just a few years ago, they decided, yeah. nope, it's just outfield for you now. I honestly sometimes forget that third base was like his thing when he came up. Yeah, and he was pretty solid third base. Yeah. Especially for a human that large. <laughs> Gosh, he is the gazelle. Just so graceful. So large. Compared to Hunter Pence, who's a baby giraffe learning to walk. He is. He <laughs> very much is. But you know what? When your OPS is over 1,100, you can, you can walk like a baby giraffe. <laughs> That's fine. As long as you can round the bases when you're hitting all those bombs, that's all you really need to worry about. You don't have Very to go fast true. there. You don't have to be Adam Rosales around the bases. <laughs> oh, I miss that home run try. Shout run. out to Greg Tepper if you're listening. And his, <laughs> Greg, Te- Greg Tepper and his, his all-time favorite baseball player in Adam Rosales. <laughs> we need to get him on the podcast. Yes. It's, it's not high school football season, so yeah. Stay tuned. Can we also get Adam Rosales on the podcast, too? Um, I'll reach out. But... At the same time, we, we could surprise Greg with him. That would be fun. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Greg, don't listen to this part. Nobody nobody tell, nobody snitch. Nobody, nobody tell Greg Tepper. <laughs> We're planning things here. Yeah, planning big things. Big things on the way. Anyway. Transitioning back to, to little things like one baseball game. Is there anything else that, that stands out in this, this one baseball game? Hmm. Hunter Pence. Yeah. It's all like he comes up to bat and you just it, you think it's going to be a home run. And it should have been. But, I mean, he comes up to bat. And I'm totally cool with it. Pinch hit. Obviously, he's proven he can do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have someone like that coming off yeah. the bench. Um, especially when you have... If you're starting against like a right-handed pitcher and and he doesn't get all that many starts against righties, which maybe he should now. Yeah. Um, now that you can have Chu in, in left field and, and Mazzara in right, then there you go. Here's DH. Just put a guy like that in, in there and bada bing, bada boom. There you go. <laughs> but having his offense has been just what's taken this lineup from being very good to excellent. Yeah. Even I with. Agree. With one of their strongest pieces and uh, Odor kind of struggling, it's and with Guzman out for for a little bit of time, and then Jeff Mathis as your catcher. Which, granted, he's not there for for offense, and the defensive value he brings is more than worth what he lacks in offense. So yeah, and also it's it's a little bit for for training the young catchers like Isaiah Kinderfleffa and. If he does get called up this year, uh, Jose Trevino. So, anyway, that's about all that needs to be said about about this game. Rangers should hopefully 
do the follow their normal pattern, and <laughs> bounce back and, and take two in Houston and just leave a sour taste in Houston's mouth. You know, Houston sports fans, they're they're going through some rough times right now, especially if they they lose in the NBA playoffs and get eliminated by the Warriors again and close their window forever. So, you know, Rangers really need to go ahead and, and make those tough times tougher for Houston fans, just as a as a special thanks to Dallas fans. I just feel <laughs> like that'd be very nice of them. But we thank you for for tuning in for all of this rainy talk and and news talk and talk about making Houston fans sad, um, even on a night where, where Houston sports made us a little sad. But we appreciate you subscribing to Locked on Rangers and sticking with us every single day. We're so excited to be here all the time and, and you know, be here through the wins and through the first game losses and through the second and third game of the series wins. We do appreciate y'all sticking it out with us. Make sure that you subscribe and tell all your friends and relatives and neighbors and, you know, I don't know. I got nothing else. Uh, <laughs> strangers. I'm, I'm, just tell yeah. all the strangers. Tell every stranger. Um, stranger danger. The only stranger danger that you really have to worry about is not telling a stranger about Locked on Rangers podcast. So make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Himalaya app. But we do appreciate your continued support of us. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod.